Welcome to the Gambling Chalk Talk Podcast, where we major in the wager. Podcast episode number 194, the Charles Haley episode. And I'm joined by my brother, Dan Darth Wager Belanger. And we break down a few of the college football games for this weekend. And then Darth Wager stays around this week. No, no joker this week. Darth Wager stays around for NFL picks for week five. And then I give you my five locks for this week in the not-so-super contest. And a listener gives their five picks to try to secure a spot in the week 17 listener playoff on the Gambling Chalk Talk podcast. And the podcast closes again with listener emails. Remember, you can contact me with any gambling or sports-related comments and questions at jeffreybelanger8 at gmail.com or hit me up at Twitter at Coach Belanger. And the sponsor of the podcast this week is MyBookieAG. You go to the website. You, you listen to the podcast. And you, you listen to those and you look at the website to find out who to bet on. Where you bet is just as important. Go to www.mybookieag. They have live in-game betting, which Darth Wager took advantage of in the middle of the podcast to hedge a bet on Major League Baseball, which I should have done, but I didn't do. It's got the most rewarding player perks in the business and a mobile site that Darth Wager used perfectly that makes wagering on the go a breeze. If you join MyBookieAG, they match your deposit with up to 100% bonus. Just visit MyBookieAG, that's M-Y-B-O-O-K-I-E dot A-G. Use the Gambling Chalk Talk podcast promo code CHALK, C-H-A-L-K, to activate the author. Be like the Gambling Chalk Talk podcast, guys. Major in the wager. You play, you win, you get paid at MyBookieAG. Podcast is also sponsored by our website, www.jeffreybelanger.com. Get all the free picks there. Darth Wager does a great job with that. And it's also sponsored by my books, the Lee Armini series. Has nothing to do with gambling at all, other than a, a few of the characters in the books are actually like to gamble. But that's about it. It's just really for entertainment value. And if you're on a plane, it's a good thing to, to read. You know, it's, it's, uh, They're fun books to read. A lot of excitement. A lot of action. It's, 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 it's been described as Die Hard and Fifty Shades of Grey uh, merged together. So there you go. There you have it. Uh, enjoy podcast number 194, the Charles Haley episode. Darth Wager, podcast number 194, the Charles Haley episode, defensive lineman, ferocious defensive lineman. The uh, I think he played for the Niners and the Cowboys at some point. Uh, before I get to that, and you're filling in for the Joker this week, NFL. We got college football. Before we get to our picks, I got to tell you a little uh, scenario happened at, at soccer practice tonight. I had something happen at my soccer practice as well, but I can't talk about it on the air. Okay. Well, this one I could talk about. So, practice is going on, and I kind of stand off. I don't want to interfere with what the coaches are going on. I want my kids not to see me, just let them do their thing. And I notice, like, the coach and a couple parents, like, kind of meandering near the sideline. It looks like there's a little discussion, and my former athletic director, Scooby, senses go off. I'm like, ooh, something's up. So I get out of the vehicle. I'm, I'm trying to make one of the kids do their homework, and I, I walk over. and I'm, What's going on? And this guy's like, this guy's drunk. He's yelling at the kids that they suck. I'm like, what? <laughs> so I go over there, and... And this this guy is like refusing to leave like the field, and and so we, like I start I'm like, dude, it's twelve year olds out there, man. You just got to get away. He's like, no, I, I I'm not on the field. I'm like, all right, man. Let's just go stand near the the picnic field. I'm just gonna walk with them, right, and just get them away so they the coaches can finish their practice. And he's like, no, I'm not bothering anybody. I'm like, dude, you. I just got told you you're talking to twelve year olds saying they suck. These kids are in sixth and seventh grade. What, what, like you can't be doing that. You you need to move move along. This other guy's like, I'm calling the cops. I'm like, all right. So maybe I can just keep talking to this guy till the cops show up, right? So I'm like, all right. You've already delayed the practice ten minutes. He goes, you've been timing it with a clock. Can you show me? So the guy's obviously drunk. So I just show him my watch <laughs> and I flash it to him. He goes, I couldn't see those numbers. They were too quick. I'm like, I've been timing it. I go, it's 7.43. I do the math wrong. It, it, it turns out to be four minutes instead of ten. So <laughs> he's, 
He's like, you're lying to me. And as he's doing this, I'm like walking away, but he's talking to me. And so he's left the practice field. He's over near the parking lot again because he, he's he's drunk. He doesn't know what he's doing. <laughs> so he's like, I can't believe you lied to me. That's that's bullshit. I'm like, yeah, I did lie to you, but now you're away from the field. Just You just need to go go away. Just go away. Right? So he, he gives me the peace sign, right? And then he flips me the bird. I'm like, oh, man, I went from number two to number one. All right. (laughs) So the guy, thankfully, doesn't fight me, but he gets in the car and he's drunk. And, like, the cops show up a little late. I got the license plate number and everything, gave it to him. But, man, it was was an interesting soccer night, just to say the least. (laughs) Wow. Yeah. You're like like fucking Scooby-Doo and the gang all by yourself. I know. And it didn't happen in Romantic Romantic. It happened in the suburb of of uh, the town outside where everything, n- nothing goes wrong in the suburbs, right? Yeah, that's where the drunk guy showed up. So, yeah. Was, I'll stick to my city folk. <laughs> <laughs> so, all right. Darth Wager, college football. College football. My picks were only two and three last week, but I broke even because my two big bets came through. The two games I liked. And guess what? My NFL picks are going to be very similar to my college picks last week. So Joker went one and four. He lost three units. Uh, you went three and two. You gained a unit. AK-47, uh, another winning week. Three and two. He gained a unit. So I'm up two and a half. The Joker's up nine, even with that three-point uh, unit loss last week. You're up two and a half, just like me, and, and AK-47's down six. So... That's that's where we stand at the moment in college football, just so everybody knows, before we give our picks. So, do you want me to lead off, Darth Wager? Yes, you can, sir. All right. So, I my first two picks, I'm giving five picks, but I don't feel too good about these first two. So, they're only half a unit. So, this is a half a unit. I'm taking Oklahoma minus 28 points against Iowa State. The game is in Oklahoma. I think there's just a huge disadvantage in line play in this one between Oklahoma and Iowa State. Uh, The Iowa State D-line might be the worst defensive line in the Big 12. I don't know how they're going to put pressure on Mason Rudolph. He's going to have all day to throw. Uh, Perhaps Willie Harvey from the linebacker spot can can be the guy that puts the pressure on for Iowa State. But I think this is going to be one of those games where Oklahoma can just do whatever they want on offense. I thought about probably about possibly taking the over, but the number was so damn high. I was like, no, I can't do it. So I'm just taking Oklahoma minus 28 for half a point versus versus uh, Iowa State. That's my my first pick. What do you? And that game's at noon. That's the first game of the day. That's a noon game. I, oh yeah, it is a noon game. Well, you know, I these last couple of weeks you've been doing it like at what time it starts. So I figured I would do the same this week. Oh, okay. So uh, my first game at 12 o'clock, you know, that early one where I'm, I'm going to start watching the game right before uh, I have to go to work, um, is Penn State versus Northwestern. I looked at that one. I looked at that one. Go and ahead. I have minus 14 and a half. I would rather have it be minus 14, so I'm probably going to tease it. So with 14 and a half, I will probably make this a one-unit bet. Okay. What, uh, who do you like? You like Penn State? Oh, yeah, I like Penn State, absolutely. 12, 12 and 2 in the last 16 overall with two ties against the spread. 4 and 1 in the last five road games. 9 1 and 1 in the last 11 conference games. And they are hot. So, yes, I'm taking the Penn State Nittany Lions. Okay, I stayed, I stayed away from this game. I This is what concerns me. It's on the road. I think Northwestern's been playing okay. And Northwestern's got a solid offense. They can put up some points, especially possibly in garbage time. So I think it's smart for you to, to take that half point. I am concerned with the linebacker group from Northwestern. I don't think they're going to be able to stop Saquon Barkley when he gets to the second level. But this is what con- concerns me. that uh, Northwestern has two very good corners, Montre Hardage and Trey Williams. And they can go on an island, and uh, the safety, Goodwin Iguabuike, 
He might be one of the best safeties in the Big Ten. I think he's going to be che- be able to cheat up and run support. I think this game might be closer than you think. I'm just afraid to pull the trigger because, I don't know, it's Northwestern and it's Penn State. <laughs> oh. I'm not that worried. No? Okay. All right, my second pick. I'm going to 3.30 in the afternoon. And this game's going to come up in my in the email. I got an email from a listener about this, about one of these teams. Uh, I'm taking Miami minus three against Florida State. I think Miami's a very good. I think Miami's a very good team. Uh, I'm not a big fan of Florida State because they lost their quarterback. They haven't been the same since. Uh, the Hurricanes were undefeated last year going into this into this game, and they lost by one. And then they lost three straight after that before they finally woke up. Uh, this game is usually close, but I think Miami should have an advantage. They have the, the second-best front seven in the ACC next to Clemson. FSU is using a backup QB. Uh, I think Jocks Patrick Cam Akers from FSU, their running backs, are going to have a tough time finding any holes. It's, it's pretty sad that one injury has derailed the Seminole season, but I like Miami. Minus three for half a unit. I don't ever trust Miami. It's at FSU, too. Yeah, I, Miami's always a letdown. Kind of like the Baltimore Ravens, always a letdown. Yeah. Um, my first 330 game is Air Force Navy. Ooh. And um, the battle of the planes and the ships. It, it, and there, there is a name for this. I'll, I'll get it for you. Go ahead. Well, I don't know what the name is. I, I should have I should have known what the name was, but um, I am going to take the midshipmen minus seven and a half. The line has dropped significantly. Um, I just I just feel like I can trust Navy. Um, I don't like that half point. I'd rather have a drop another half to a seven, so I'll probably tease that and the Penn State game, and this one's going to be for half a year. Yeah, this, this game has dropped quite a bit. It was nine and a half. I looked at it, too. Uh, they're playing for the right for the Commander-in-Chief's trophy with all the uh, military academies. So. Oh, well, guess what? I'm guessing that none of them want to win that. <laughs> the Commander... Oh, jeez. Not this year, maybe. <laughs> uh, I think... Let's see. It's, they've been give, doing this in 72. Um, and Air Force, I believe, won it last year. So, yeah. The Army has not won it since 1996, the Commander-in-Chief Trophy. Air Force has won it 20 times. Navy's won it 15 times. Army has won it six times. Well, so I'm going to go with Navy. Okay, in the Navy. In the Navy. My next game, I'm going to 7.30 at night, the Battle of Michigan. Oh, you son of a bitch. Uh, this is for the Paul Bunyan Trophy. The Paul Bunyan Trophy is on the line. I took this game as well. Did you? All right, so we can discuss this one. Uh, last year, this was an unexpected close game. Uh, the spread was 25 uh, in Ann Arbor. There was a, a, a botch punt snap snafu thing, and I believe Michigan State got the win because of it. Um, Michigan State has regressed. Maybe that was a couple years ago. Maybe I'm mixing my years up. Uh, Michigan State has regressed significantly. Michigan is improving. Uh, we have yet to see the results of Michigan's improvement. They're, they're throwing a backup QB in this one. Uh, Spite is out. But I'm, I'm still going to go with Michigan minus 14 because I think uh, Michigan State is pretty bad and it's a Michigan home game. I have minus 10 as the line right now. It moved? Yeah. Even better. That's why I'm also taking Michigan. Wow. I, Let me check Vegas inside real quick. I, they, it might have moved because the quarterback's out. It is ten and a half. You're correct. All right. I just looked. Uh, I'm doing another half unit on that one, but um, it will definitely be another game I tease. The first three I'm definitely teasing. All right. Very good. Well, we have to go back in time. Like, uh... Back to the future, because I'm picking up a 3:30 game. Oh, okay. Let, let's let's uh, get the DeLorean going with the flux capacitor. Here we go. Back to 3:30. Okay. So I give two flux capacitors on, and um, I am going to take 
Run, Marty. Run, Marty. It's the Libyans. Sorry. Couldn't what? resist. Run, Marty. It's the Libyans. <laughs> couldn't resist. Well, ho- hopefully the Bolivians or the Olivians or whatever the hell. No, the Libyans yeah. from Libya. They, that's where he got the nuclear rods. Oh, I thought he got him from North Korea. No, he didn't get anything from North Korea. Nothing gets out of North uh-huh. Korea. Um, just fossilism. Um, <laughs> let's take Notre Dame over North Carolina minus fourteen and a half. Ooh, that that spread's moved down quite a bit since Monday. That was seventeen. Yeah, I am a little worried because UNC is nine and two. Uh, or sorry, ten and three in their last thirteen games after against the spread law. Yep. Uh, while Notre Dame is three and seven uh, in the last ten on the grass against the spread, and this is in North Carolina. I got a little scared because I don't like Notre Dame in a true road game, but the last true road game they covered the spread, and that was Boston College. So I'm just staying away from it altogether. I looked at that one too. We were looking at the same games apparently. All right, my my fourth game. This one's for a, a one full unit, just like Michigan State and Michigan was for one unit. I'm going out west. I'm going Pac-12, and I, I, the, I'm going Washington State at Oregon. The spread is two and a half, but it doesn't matter. I'm going with the over at sixty-three and a half. And Whoa. Washington State has won three straight from Oregon. Has not, I'm sorry, has not won three straight from Oregon since the 80s. Makes me think Oregon might win. Oregon is playing a backup QB in this one. The spread might be a little off due to the uh, recent success of Washington State University against USC. I think I have concerns because this is Washington State's first road game, which is a big test. They've, they've won their first five, but they are all home. The last 10 years, the Ducks have been a home dog only four times in 10 years they're 0-2 last year as a home dog uh, the Ducks O-line is better than the injury plagued Trojans line last week I think Royce Freeman should have a very good game running the ball for the uh, Oregon Ducks uh, this should take some pressure off Taylor Ali the Ducks uh, and the Ducks passing attack because Royce Freeman is going to be able to run the ball well uh, Justin Hollis, Troy Dye, and the rest of the Ducks' front seven will need a big day pressuring Luke Falk, who outplayed Sam Darnold, the supposed number one pick in the NFL draft next year. Uh, he play, he outplayed him last week. I think this is uh, going to be a pretty good game to watch. I think the over 63.5. Two very good offenses, two defenses that maybe a little bit meh. So I'm going over 63.5. This looks like a both teams are in the 30s type game. So, okay. Yeah, uh, I'm getting back in DeLorean and going back to three thirty again. Oh my God, you're loving the three thirties. I'm loving the three thirties. I'm going to have a, a three way going on at the three thirties because I'm taking a Boilermaker over the Minnesota Gophers. Ooh. Yes, um, I believe that line is three and a half. Um. At Purdue, and I don't trust Minnesota, so I'm going to take Purdue minus three and a half over the Gophers. All right. Uh, I don't. There's no oh, football rivalry. Not nothing on that. They they don't have a name for that. We can make one up. We'll call it the Boilermaker Bowl. There we go. <laughs> My last pick. Yeah. I'm staying with the Pac-12, and I'm going to Washington. I just was in Oregon. I'm moving a little bit north. I'm going to Washington. I'm taking Washington. It was minus 27, but I haven't checked this game recently. Maybe you can. I have 27 and a half. 27 and a half. That's all right, as long as it's not the 28. I Washington's won convincingly the last two weeks on the road in Colorado and at Oregon State. There's been a lot of hype for Washington State, their in-state rival. Well, not really their in-state rival. Washington's clearly a better program and has been for years um so i think washington's kind of gone under the radar a little bit and i think they might want to lay the smack down on cal and draw some attention to themselves i think they're a prime contender for one of the four playoff spots they only have two road games left at arizona state arizona state just beat oregon at home and at stanford and i think 
Washington's going to run the table. Washington State might run the table. And I think that Apple Cup game on November 25th could be special. I think Washington wins by 30 in this one. Well, guess what? How much they won by last year? 39. There we go. And that was that was probably on the road in Cal. Correct. Yeah. No. What's your last game, Darth Wager? This would be my sixth game. So normally I give you six games, and I normally pick five for Saturday. So my sixth game is Texas over Kansas State. Ooh. Like in Texas. I like Texas, too, but I didn't, I didn't look at that game at all. I just trust Texas. I don't know why. I probably shouldn't. Um, so I'm going to go with Texas. The line started uh, minus five and a half. It's down to minus three and a half. Ooh. Game is in Texas, so I will go Texas over Kansas State. Excellent, excellent. All right, so there's the college football picks. And uh, before we move on to the NFL picks, we gotta we gotta talk about our, our lovely sponsor. My bookie AG. Dan, I gotta ask you something. If you're watching a game, isn't it time to start making money on that game? I think every time you watch a game, there's always you always gotta make it interesting. Alright, so my bookie is the industry leading website that hooks you up for all your betting needs. And with their great odds, fast payouts, and decade decades of exp- expertise, you can bet with confidence. Hey, we're New York Giants fans. We're getting to in the NFL picks in a moment. Your team doesn't have to win like the Giants. They, they, they just need to cover the spread like they did last week against Tampa, right? <laughs> exactly. So what are you waiting for? Lay down some cash, win big today, or if you know your team sucks like the Giants and the Chargers who are playing again this week against each other this week, do yourself a, vet, a favor. Bet against your favorite team. I'm betting against the Giants this week because the spread's three and a half. If you lose... If they lose, you're going to make some money on them. And you win, you'll still be happy, right? That's a good way of looking at it. All right. That's that's what I thought. So, hey, join my bookie, uh, AG, and they will match your deposit with up to 100% bonus. Use the promo code CHALK, C-H-A-L-K, to activate the offer. Visit MyBookieAG today. That's M-Y-B-O-O-K-I-E dot A-G. You play, you win, you get paid. MyBookie AG. There we go. We, we use it, MyBookie AG. It's been great for us. Uh, yep. I haven't lost a bet on MyBookie AG yet. Yeah. Okay, so Darth Wager, the, the NFL picks. I'm going to do them a little bit, bit different this week. I'm going to save my five locks for the end. I'm gonna th- we'll talk about all the other games first. You don't have your locks as of yet, but you'll put them up on the website. Uh, I'm going to skip the Thursday game because the Thursday game is one of my locks. So I'm, I'm going to go to the 1 o'clock, the 1 o'clock Sunday games. The Bills are plus three at the Bengals. Now, just last week, Darth Wager, I don't know if you listened to podcast. There was a e- an email, and I said the Bills were one of my teams to watch. I think that's, that might be a good team to bet on. So who do you think I'm picking in this game? You're going to take the Bills. No, I'm taking the Bengals. <laughs> Good, because the Bills are 4-0 against the spread this year. They're due for a loss. Oh, you're using the, the your baseball theory for football a little bit? Uh, that might start this week. Mm. You'll you'll have to go to JeffreyBelanger.com and check out the picks. All right, so I, I really, I've said this for a couple weeks now. I think the Bills are well coached, and they are. This is a big test for them. How do they deal with success? They're 3-1. and They could be 4-0. They were really close to 4-0 and beating Carolina and Carolina. They haven't had a lot of success in a while. And they almost beat Carolina. They beat Denver at home. They just beat Atlanta on the road. So they're they're playing pretty well against these top-tier NFL teams. The Bengals aren't that bad. Don't be fooled by their early season losses to the Ravens and a good Texans team. They almost beat Green Bay and Green Bay. I'm surprising myself. I'm laying... And, and I'm I'm taking the three points. Uh, I'm 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 laying the three points. I should say with the Bengals. The Bengals to cover in Cincinnati minus three. I'm taking the Bengals. And I am going to agree with you, obviously, because ATS four 0 due for a loss. Bengals looking a little better, so give me the Bengals. 
You like the bungalows too. Uh oh, that's not a good sign. We like we like differences. I don't like you. Well, reading. You know, by Sunday, I could have totally switched all my picks. <laughs> yeah. Next one o'clock game. The Jets are now a pick'em at the Browns. It was, I believe, the Jets getting a point and a half when it first started out. The Jets were getting two and a half to start. Now it's down to a pick'em. A lot of people are picking the Jets. Any opinions on this one? J E T S Jets Jets Jets. I. I am painting myself. I want to take the Jets. I hate that everybody and their brothers taking the Jets. They've won a couple games. I'm going with the. I'm going with the Browns. You I'm know, not. I'm not 74%, sure. Seventy-four percent of the people out there right now are taking the Jets. You. It might be a reason to go to to the Browns. This is another reason why I'm taking the Jets. They played well, but where did they play well? At home. They're on the road. They're a little bit fat and happy at two and two. I don't like a fat. And, I don't like the fat and happy teams. I, I'm taking the Browns. The Browns are zero four. They're desperate. Hugh Jackson just came out with a comment. I can't believe how great and supportive uh, the owner is. Blah 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 blah. The, 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 if he's saying something like that, guess what? The heat is on in Cleveland. So I, I think that, that the Browns are going to be a little bit desperate. I'm taking the Browns in this one. And uh, and you're saying the Jets, but I think I'm, I'm not making you change your mind in that. Uh, very well might be. All right. Next 1 o'clock. Panthers are getting two and a half at the Lions. Battle of the Big Cats. Battle of the Big Cats. Which way are you leaning into this one, Darth Wager? Um, Panthers versus Detroit. The game is in Detroit. Yes. Correct? Yes. I'm going to go Lions minus three. It's only two and a half. You only have to give up two. No, I'll take them with two and a half. There you go. I'm going to take the Panthers. I liked it more when it was three. I would. I, this is obviously not one of my locks. I, I think the Lions are just a team that comes back at the end. They win, win a bunch of nail biters. I told you, I think... I've changed my mind about Caldwell. I think he's a good coach. Uh, I was hoping that game would move up to three and a half. It's moved down to two and a half. I'm taking the Panthers begrudgingly. I think this is a close game. I, I hope it goes back to three or three and a half before the end. And, and you took the Lions, Dan? Lions. Panthers have won in six and one in the last eight games. Falling at A against the spread. Win. But Ooh, wow. Good Good line there. I like that. All right, the next one. One o'clock game in Indianapolis. The Niners are getting a point and a half. These are some really tough games to pick this week. I took the Colts. I'm going to stand by my statement I made last week. I'm not sure the Niners are, are a good road team, even though they played well in Arizona. Uh, they played well in Arizona. They played well against Seattle. Those teams are kind of a hot mess at the moment, if you hadn't noticed. Seattle had a good second half against the Colts. I think I'm a little scared. Frank Gore going against his old team. Maybe he has, plays a little bit more inspired. The Colts played Arizona tough at home. I think they'll do the same against San Fran. I think the Colts win this game. Uh, it's going to be close, probably a three-point win or so. But I think the Colts playing at home. They beat the Browns. Yeah, the the I think the Colts our decent team at home. I think the Niners will not be that good on the road. I'm, I'm going Colts. Who you got? I'm also taking the Colts. They are 26-8 and eight in the last 34 games against the spread with teams with a losing record. So give me the Colts. All right. Darth Wager, got a question for you. We're, we're yeah. in the middle of, uh, we're middle of NFL picks, but a situation just happened in baseball here. We got a situation just like last night. Arizona's up three zip. I may or may not have laid a wager on Arizona. Do I hedge my bet and throw some money on Colorado and get a super nice money line just to hedge my bet? Um, you are causing me to go to the live betting because <laughs> I have three parlays 
um, on Arizona and the Yankees from yesterday. So yeah, we interrupt this NFL pick segment for we are degenerate gamblers and we need to back up and hedge our major league baseball bets. <laughs> so I'm doing both at once. All right, I'll go to the next Colorado game. Colorado plus five nineteen. Yeah, you got to hedge that. One unit will cover my six units on. Uh, I can win on this parlay. There, there you go. There you go. You got to do it. <laughs> I'm glad I gave you the warning. I'm not doing it. I'm stupid. All right. <laughs> One o'clock game. Right now it's Titans minus three at the Dolphins. I have this game picked. I'm going with the Dolphins only if Matt Castle is the QB for the Titans. If Mariota, who is questionable, Mariota is questionable right now, if he plays, I'm going to take the Titans. Uh, Matt Castle, I can't believe he's still in the league. How bad is it that he's your backup quarterback? What makes it even worse for the Titans is they just, I think they just signed a, another quarterback that is not that good either. Uh, so, the Dolphins are just atrocious on offense. Jay Cutler does not inspire anybody. They're better off going to Matt Moore. I hope they don't because Drew Brees has the bye this weekend, and Jay Cutler's my quarterback that I'm playing in one of my fantasy leagues. Uh, I, the Dolphins are at least playing home. They just got done from London. You saw what the Jaguars looked like last week. Um, the week after London, they lose to the Jets. The Ravens look like dead people walking after coming back from London. So I, I don't like the Dolphins coming off that London game. But if Matt Castle is a quarterback, I got to take him. If Mariota is quarterbacking, I take the Titans. So uh, that's that's my pick. I guess it, I guess you could call it a pick. It's not really a pick. I'm kind of questioning everything. So what do you got? I'm taking a team that has won the, the road team. That has won five out of the last six against the spread in the series. I'm taking Tennessee over Miami. All right. One o'clock game. My my buddy, Coach Valone. This is his first Giants game he will be attending this year. Chargers are getting three and a half at the Giants. I'm taking the Chargers. Someone has to win. It, it 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 might end up in a tie, and if that's the case, the Chargers cover. Uh, I think the Chargers would be glad to get out of LA. It's it, it's it's really disappointing when you're playing a home game and, and it's all of the opponents' fans there. Uh, the Giants crowd might turn on them quickly after a first sloppy screw up, and you know they're going to have one. I'm taking the Chargers in three and a half points. Who you like, Dan? You're taking the Chargers. Traveling across, yes. Okay, 0-4 Giants. Yes. Two two teams that have not won a game yet. I'm taking the points with the Chargers. I fucking hate betting with the Giants. And the Chargers are 0-3 and 1 against the spread this year. Yep. Do for a win. Yep. Throwing the so fact that chart it's possible to get both. I can get the Giants to win and then the cover. I'll take the Chargers as well. Uh, you know what's even more disappointing is the Chargers can't put some pressure on the quarterback, and I think that that is not a good sign for the Giants. So, all right, let's get away. Oh, from, let's get away from the Giants. It's too disappointing. I was happy before we, this podcast started. One o'clock game. A lot of one o'clocks. Jaguars getting eight and a half at the Steelers. Who you like, Dan? I am going to take with eight and a half points. Eight and I'm a half points. Who? I'm taking the Steelers. You're taking the Steelers. After Antonio Brown throws a conniption on the sideline like Odell Beckham, his buddy. They are 12-5-1 in their last 17 games in October against the spread. Ooh. You are just a stat master. Uh I'm taking the Jaguars. I think they were that long trip from England made a difference in that Jets overtime game for the Jaguars. I think the Jags can hang around in this one. Not only that, but Blake Bortles is known for putting up some points in garbage time, unlike the Ravens last week who who might not score 
in Oakland this week. Um, I think the Jaguars can put up some points at the end and and get a backdoor cover at eight and a half. So that's why I took the Jaguars. Bortles. Okay. Garbage time Bortles is a pretty good quarterback. That's true. Last one yeah. o'clock game that we're going to discuss before my my uh, actually, I did not pick any one o'clock games as my locks. Wow. Last one o'clock game. Cardinals plus six and a half at the Eagles. Any any opinions on this one? Oh man, these are two teams I've been loving to put like put my money on this year. Yeah. I'm taking the Eagles. I originally had the Eagles. I switched. And I'll tell you why. I'm a little concerned the Cardinals play. Wait a minute. I'm checking one more stat. I'm a little concerned the Cardinals played a super long overtime game and ended out eking out a win against the Niners. Now they got to travel East Coast. But the Eagles' defense in the fourth quarter has been horrendous. I think the Eagles could be up double digits going into the fourth quarter, and the Cardinals grab a backdoor cover because that. I don't know if it's conditioning, if it's a prevent defense, but I know the the Giants put 24 points on the Eagles in the fourth quarter. The Chargers came back on the Eagles in the fourth quarter. Uh, I I am concerned about that Eagles defense late in the game, so I'm taking the Cardinals. Cardinals are 0-4 against the spread this year. Ooh, they're due, Darth. They're due. They were 6-10 last year. Yep. Winning at a clip of 37%. So, we're almost due for two wins in a row here. Right. Mm, you're going to have to go on jeffreybullinger.com in order to see that. <laughs> All right, the only 4 o'clock game I'm not taking in my locks, and it was almost a lock for me, but I did a little bit more research. The Seahawks are plus two at the Rams. At least last I checked, it was plus two. And I'll double check here. The spread's been moving a little bit here and there. And it's one and a half now. It's just one and a half points. Who are you liking that one with the Seahawks, Darth? I want the Rams. You want the Rams. That's not a bad pick. This is why I didn't make it a lock. The Rams have won four of the last five home games versus Seahawks. Outright. Have beat them four out of five times the last five. And the Seahawks have been pretty good the last five years. And the Rams have not. And they, yet they still beat them at home. Cliff Averill's out. That's going to hurt the, the Seahawks' defense. This is why I'm taking the Seahawks, though. The Rams are 3-1. and one. Nice job. Let's not forget who they beat. They beat the Colts without Andrew Luck. They beat the Niners in a game I figured was a toss-up. Nice win in San Fran, I guess. And the Cowboys game was a shocking win. But they, they really haven't done it against a great defense yet. And the Seahawks, even with Averill out, is still a pretty damn good defense. I think the Seahawks need this game. They do not want to go too down to the Rams this early in the season. I'm taking the Seahawks in the one and a half points. I think the Seahawks win it outright, obviously. So there's 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 the picks that are not my locks. Are you ready for my locks, Darth Wager? Let's roll. All right, before we before we do the locks, we have the not so super contest. And the not so super contest is brought to you by JeffreyBlander.com, where Darth Wager, who's on the phone with us right now, does a great job updating all the stats and updating all our picks for college football and NFL, go to JeffreyBelanger.com. You can click on the My Bookie banner ad. You can click on the Amazon banner ad and buy yourself something nice with all those winnings because my locks last week, Darth Wager, what was the record in my locks, locks last week for NFL? 5-0. and 5-0. Oh. and oh. That's right, 5-0. and oh. And my picks, I think, were 11-5 and five overall or 10-6. and six. Either way, it was um, pretty Checking right now. It was pretty damn good. I, I let me. I, I think I have it up. My picks overall. Oh no, I don't have it up. That was eleven. You're and eleven five. and five. Eleven and five. So go to jeffreyblanger.com. Buy yourself something nice after you win with my picks, 
and then buy something through Amazon. A little bit comes back to support the cost of the show at no additional cost to you. So our not-so-super contest. Last week's contestant, Darth Wager, was uh, none other than, oh, what's his name? It was... Oliver. Oliver from Hobart. Oliver from Hobart, Australia. He had the Cowboys, the Titans, the Patriots, the Seahawks. His best bet was the Broncos with 51 points. The good news for, for Oliver... He's he's currently in first place. The bad news for Oliver is our listeners are really bad at picking games. (laughs) They are six and fourteen. They are six and fourteen. This is why you listen to our picks. Apparently, our listeners are six and fourteen picking games in their locks. I am thirteen and seven. Joker is nine and eleven. Dan, you're twelve and eight, and AK forty seven is ten and ten. But Oliver at two and three is in the lead because he won his best bet with the Broncos. So <laughs> that's Oliver's picks. This week's picks, they're going to uh, the next contestant is Dan from Whitefish, Wisconsin, and he is taking the 49ers, the Eagles, the Chargers, the Rams, and what a shocker! A guy from Wisconsin. His best bet is the Packers. You homer! And it's forty-eight. He's he's, a, he's a, uh, predicting forty-eight total points in the game. So there, yeah. I'm waiting for a contestant to do half a point, just to like break any ties. Nobody's done it yet. So maybe maybe the next contestant will. So that that's our not so super contest picks from our listeners. And now on to my li- five locks for this week. My five locks. I'm going to start off with the the games I like the least of the locks and the ones I like the most at the end. So my my first lock, the one I'm least confident about, is the Chiefs minus one at the Texans. I like the Texans. I think the Chiefs have looked very good. Uh, besides the Chargers, they've beaten some decent teams. They beat the Patriots and whatnot. Um the Texans' defense is rounding into form. Deshaun Watson at QB uh, makes them a much different team. I think that if they get a lead, they'll be very tough to contend with with that pass rush. Uh, for the Chiefs, this is a reality check game. And I, I don't think they're as good as they've played the first four games. And they're the last undefeated team. And I think the 72 Dolphins get to pop the bubbly after this game because the Texans will win it. This is the Sunday night game at 8.30. So that's my first lock and my least favorite of my locks. Uh, My second lock, I'm going with the Packers, plus two at the Cowboys. Uh, Green Bay has had a longer week to prepare. Cowboys are coming off a loss to the Rams at home. I think Green Bay should be able to have their way with that Cowboys defense, just like Trevor Simeon did, just like Jared Goff did. Uh, th- there's problems with that Cowboys defense. As much as they want to pick on Dak Prescott and Ezekiel Elliott, um, they're, they're, they got some issues on defense. Aaron Rodgers is a little bit better than Trevor Simeon and Jared Goff, and I think he's going to make the Cowboys pay. I think I'm a little scared because the Cowboys might be fired up for a rematch after blowing that game at home last year in the playoffs. I still like the Packers. They've won six out of the last seven games against the Cowboys. I'm going Packers with my second lock at plus two. My third lock is the Thursday night game. And it's the Patriots minus five and a half at Tampa Bay. I'm taking the Patriots. The Patriots could be 0-3 at home if it weren't for the tiptoe job by Brandon Cooks in the end zone against the Texans. The losses might not look that bad by the end of the year. Carolina should be a quality team come end of the year. The Chiefs are playing like the best team in the NFL. I don't think that's reality, but I, they're still one of the best teams in the NFL right now. At least when the Patriots have played them, they've been one of the best. And uh, Tampa Bay did not impress me against the Giants. Way too many mistakes. You get away with mistakes against a sloppy Giants team. You don't get away with mistakes against the Patriots. Uh, Doug Martin returns for Tampa Bay. I don't think it helps in this one. The Pats are my lock at minus five and a half. Two games I like the most. Four o'clock game. The Ravens are getting two and a half at the Raiders. 
the Raiders are my lock. I, lo- I really like the Raiders. I think it's a bad sign for the Ravens to get smacked around at home against the Steelers. They're usually good at home. I know the Ravens don't travel well, um, but the, 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 the Raiders' defense is decent. Uh, EJ Manuel is a decent QB. He has plenty of offensive support around him, unlike Joe Flacco, who doesn't have any support around him. And I'm not sure Joe Flacco is that great a QB anymore. Um, I think this is a, a must-win game for the Raiders. I like that as well. Going into this game, uh, the Raiders are my lock. Under, under a field goal, I think the Raiders win by 10 in this one. I, the Ravens, the last couple of years, have been very bad on the road. Now they go West Coast, and I think the, the Raiders will be a hungry team, a very hungry team. So that, that's my lock that I, I really like. But the one I like the most is shocking. It, it looks like a bad game to watch, but it won't be. It's the Monday night game. The Vikings minus three at the Bears. First game for Mitchell Trubisky. I think this lifts the spirits of that team. Uh, they took a chance with Mike Glennon signing him. Way too much money, but they took a chance. It didn't work. Trubisky did look good in preseason. Maybe the team rallies around him. The Bears do play better at home. This is one of those things I told you. I, I like the Niners and I like the Bears at home. The Bears are well coached. Against the Vikings, since 1996, the Bears do not lose that often to the Vikings. They've only lost three times to the Vikings at home since 1996. And those losses have been by less than three points. The only exception is a 28-16 loss on October 15th, the year 2000. So I like the Bears as my lock, my favorite game. It kind of spoils my Progressive Bet Monday pick, but... I like the Bears at getting three points at home as my lock. And if over the last 21 years, they've covered if the spread was minus three in every single game against the Vikings since 1996, all but one in the year 2000. So those are my five locks for the NFL in week five. Now for the listener email segment of the podcast brought to you by my books, the Ali Arini series. You can get those on Amazon. And if you're a Kindle Select or Amazon Prime user, you get it for free. If you'd like a paper copy, you get that directly from the publisher, thewordverb.com, only $12. And uh, help support uh, the cost of my mortgage and, you know, food bill and um, maybe medical costs if that drunk was a psycho and beat me up at the soccer field tonight when I <laughs> tried to get him away from um, harassing kids, 12-year-old kids uh, trying to uh, play soccer. Yeah, so yeah, yeah help me out there. Um, listener emails. we got three of them. First one's Mikey from Nashville, Tennessee. The Titans in trouble. Mariota hurt again. This division is up for grabs. I think the bigger trouble for the Titans, I, I mentioned this a little bit with the pick, your backup QB is Matt Castle. That's a, that's a problem. And what's even worse, they just signed Brandon Whedon. What happened to the Cowboys when they had Brandon Whedon as a a backup QB? It wasn't good. What's the next thing they do? Trade for Blake Bortles to be their backup? I I think the Texans have this division, Mikey. I hate to to disappoint you, but I think you you Tennessee fans are going to be highly disappointed. The Texans will take this division. The Jaguars and Titans are going in the wrong direction. The Titans are, are going in the right direction. Sorry, Mikey. A Mariota hurt does hurt them. He keeps getting hurt. He can't stay on the field. And what's even worse, you know he can't stay on the field. And you have Matt Castle, Brandon Whedon, and then in a couple weeks you'll, you'll trade for Blake Bortles. So there you have that one. Next email. Pat from Evanston, Illinois. Is there value in the Bears the rest of the way now that Trubisky is a starting QB? I really think there is. At home, definitely. Um, I would stay away from them on the road still. I think Glennon did nothing to help the Bears. In fact, he hurt them. He had eight turnovers. The only person with more turnovers is uh, Deshaun Kaiser from uh, the uh, the Browns. Perhaps if they have a QB that value the ball a little better, they, maybe they beat Atlanta uh, in opening week and they have a better showing versus the Packers than they did on uh, Thursday night. So I, I think Trubisky is a big difference maker, and I think you know the signing of Glennon. I guess I guess if you don't have a QB, you put as many eggs in your basket as you can and and see what you got. But it was 
peculiar your signing of uh, Glennon. But yeah, Pat, I I do like the Bears. I do like uh, John Fox as a coach. He does a good job, and I think they bounce back this week and they beat the Vikings as a as a home dog. Last email, Sid from Fort Lauderdale, Florida. You seem to forget a certain team from Florida in your rundown of possible teams for the four playoff spots. The Hurricanes, currently undefeated and playing a Power 5 conference, unlike South Florida. This is true. This is a good call by you, Sid. Um, If the Hurricanes get by FSU this week, and they should, they only have two road games left at UNC in a few weeks, and then at Pitt in the last uh, game of the season. They have tough home games with Virginia Tech and Notre Dame. Uh, they could have a showdown with Clemson in the conference championship game to get to get to the uh, playoffs. So yeah, I, I I did miss that team. You are absolutely right, Sid. Bad bad job by me, uh, but y- you're right. And I hope you didn't jinx your Hurricanes and now and jinx my first pick of uh, college football by calling me out on that. So there you have it. Our listener email section. Remember, if you want to be part of the listener emails. Uh, you can email me at jeffreybelanger8 at gmail.com or hit me up at Twitter at Coach Belanger. And uh, thank you for listening to co- podcast number 194, the Charles Haley episode. Uh, please be sure uh, to visit the website, www.jeffreybelanger.com. Get all those picks for free, as you usually do. And don't forget, if you don't get those picks, you might as well you might as well win something. Go to MyBookieAG, the world's leading online sports book and gaming website, just like the coach. I'm a teacher. I'm an educator. I break up fights at soccer fields. Um, My bookie, AG, believes in the fundamentals, the three R's. Not reading, writing, and arithmetic like the teacher me. But reliability, reputation, and real fast payouts. So if you like gambling, you like the picks, you find out who to bet on, you just listen to the whole podcast, go to My Bookie AG. Uh, sign up. They have live in-game betting, the most rewarding player perks. And and go to MyBookieAG. You can trust them. I trust them. That's where I like to make my picks on. And I have my sweetheart picks. My sweetheart picks are 3-1 and one on MyBookieAG. And I'll tweet those out either Saturday night or Sunday morning for you. And uh, go to MyBookieAG. They, they make wagering on the go easier than ever. Their mobile site is outstanding. They even have an online casino, casino if you'd rather just play a few hands, a blackjack, or roll the dice and craps. Go to MyBookieAG. Right, you play, you win, you get paid. MyBookieAG. Hope everybody has a great weekend. It's going to rain. Columbus Day weekend, of course. There's a big soccer tournament, and it always rains during the soccer tournament. I'll be under an umbrella watching soccer. Enjoy your football. I'll be looking at it through my phone and watching the red zone when I get home, hopefully catching up. Have a good one, everyone. <laughs>